Hey, hey, and welcome to the Drive and Dish podcast. We got a big game with a lot of games to go over today. Let's start out with going over our games that we had yesterday on December the 7th. We had three picks. We went one and two. Uh, we had a nice win with Walford plus a 12 and a half. That was a good game. They really drained a lot of threes late that covered that spread, played a pretty good game. Richmond still looked good. Lipscomb, however, did not look good. They went to Southeast Missouri State and lost by five as three-and-a-half-point favorites. They did not play well at all, and uh, it looked like they uh, just didn't have any juice for that game. I thought they'd come out a little better. And we had Loyola Marymount plus a four-and-a-half. Santa Barbara got off to a hot start, and uh, Loyola Marymount was never really able to close. So uh, not a great day on December the 7th, but... uh, It happens we didn't have a lot of picks. We didn't love a lot of games. So let's get to today, December the 8th. Overall, we're 43-29-1 on the year, and today is going to determine a lot because we got a lot of picks today. So let's start out with Rutgers versus Syracuse. We like Rutgers minus the four. Rutgers has gotten off to a 3-0 start, uh, continuing their good play from last year. Uh, I just think they're a better team than Syracuse. This will be a tight game, but I think Rutgers is the better team here. Syracuse tends to get off to pretty slow starts. Uh, they're 3-0 right now, but their uh, wins are uh, sort of really down to the bottom of uh, Bryant, Niagara, and Ryder. And uh, uh, they struggled with Bryant, uh, but uh, dominated Niagara and Ryder. But those are two of the worst teams in college basketball, and Bryant's not that much better. Uh, Rutgers has uh, a Really nice win versus Hofstra. Hofstra is going to be a pretty solid team. And then two really low-level wins in Sacred Heart and Fairleigh Dickerson. But uh, we think Rutgers is going to be a good team. So minus a four for Rutgers. We're moving on to one of the big games of the day. Illinois versus Duke. We like Illinois plus the three and a half. We don't think Duke is all that great. Uh, Illinois... uh, Three uh, real low-level wins versus A&T Chicago State. But uh, that Ohio win is actually looking pretty good. They look like a really good team this year. Uh, it should be fun to follow Ohio as we go on throughout the year. And their loss to Baylor was not pretty, but I really think Baylor and Gonzaga are a step above right now. Just a shame we didn't get to see that game uh, this week. But Illinois plus the 3.5 versus Duke. We think Duke is down. We think this is plus because uh, they're still factoring in some home court advantage. I don't think there'll really be any home court advantage going to Duke without fans in those stands. So uh, Illinois, I think the better team, will come out on top. So they're getting points there. Pretty good. Uh, Nice uh, little... Uh, underdog there to take versus Duke. Uh, next up, we have a twofer we want. Marquette versus Wisconsin Green Bay over the 147. We love Marquette uh, playing overs with them. Their pace is just uh, ridiculous. They're a little bit slowed down this year, but uh, some of that could be for that Oklahoma uh, State and uh, Wisconsin game, which is, uh, you know, two uh, sort of slow down teams. But uh, versus Pine Bluff in Eastern Illinois, they've racked up the points and uh, they just play a fun, high-scoring style and uh, matched with Green Bay style, who uh, they've been awful this year, giving up 99, 82, and 93 points. And their pace also is a, a, a pretty high pace, uh, about uh, 
three points higher on the adjusted tempo rankings in Ken Palm. So uh, we look for a pretty high-scoring game. Also with that, we're going to go with Marquette minus the 20-and-a-half. We just think uh, Marquette uh, will dominate this game and uh, really light up the poor defense of Wisconsin-Green Bay. Uh, Wisconsin uh, beat them by 40. Uh, Minnesota beat them by 30. And uh, they had a two-point loss to Eastern Illinois. So uh, they just don't really have the defense. And uh, uh, Marquette's better than both, I think, Wisconsin and Minnesota. So uh, with 30 and 40-point wins, I think you're safe taking that big spread, plus the over of 147.5. And, and we're going to switch gears and go with Jackson State versus Mississippi State under the 132.5. You know Mississippi State plays the slow defensive style, and uh, most of their games are played in the 50s and 60s with this poor Jackson State team here uh, who also does not really play a real high-tempo game. They're about average. Uh, this is their first game, so I think they'll struggle versus a Mississippi State team that's played four games in a row. I look for this to be about uh, around in the low 70s for Mississippi State and uh, in the 50s for Jackson State, and so that'll hit that 132 and a half uh, under. Uh, moving on, Murray State versus Austin P. This should be a really good game. These two teams have had a long history of pretty solid basketball programs, Murray State being uh, always the much better program, but uh, I like Murray State here. I, I think they're a little undervalued at minus three and a half. I think they're uh, much better than uh, Austin P. this year. Uh, Two sort of nondescript wins so far this year versus uh, Illinois State and Greenville, and then a tough loss to Middle Tennessee, but mid that Middle Tennessee team is a, a really good team, so I don't uh, really look at that too much. Um, Austin P had a nice win over Nebraska-Omaha. Uh, ETSU, they could only win by one, and ETSU is just uh, totally revamping their team. Uh, the loss to Abilene Christian, I think Murray State is a better team than Abilene Christian, and they lost by eight there, so uh, that should cover that number, and then they have a no-nothing win versus Carver. So I look for Murray State uh, today to uh, pull out a victory over uh, Austin P. But a pretty good matchup there. But uh, Murray State uh, minus the three and a half. Next, we're going to go with a little bit of an interesting game. I couldn't make myself ta take the spread uh, of Mississippi Valley State versus Memphis. I really wanted to, but it. I think if it had gone under 40, I would have. But uh, I'm going to ride the over here. Uh, Mississippi Valley State has just been atrocious on defense. And uh, Memphis, who's played a real high aggressive pace, so I look for them to score a lot of points and run up the score here. And uh, Mississippi Valley State has given up 142, 116, 97, 88, and 96. So I look for Memphis to hit that 100-point mark. And, and uh, Mississippi Valley State has been able to get around the 60s for the most part, uh, 62, 62, 61, 69. So if Memphis can hit that 100-point mark, I think Mississippi Valley State will do their job and get to the 60-point uh, mark. And if we can get a 116 or a 142, that gives you a pretty nice leeway there with Memphis. So uh, looking for the over, even though it's really high at 161.5, we just think that uh, Mississippi Valley State, has, with Memphis's pace, will be uh, too many points there to... Uh, to uh, not take that over there. Next up, we're going with a little bit of a hard one. Uh, Northern Kentucky plus the 12 versus Dayton. Dayton looks really good again this year. Uh, Northern Kentucky had a nice win versus Ball State to open the year, uh, a mediocre win versus Tennessee Tech, and then a, a loss to Chattanooga, which um, 
is about where I put them, maybe a little less than uh, Chattanooga, but uh, I think they're right around that level. I think this matchup, I think uh, Northern Kentucky will take it a little serious uh, because it's a, a little bit of a close uh, interstate rival. Not quite, but uh, right there. So uh, definitely look for uh, Northern D- Kentucky to cover that 12-point spread versus Dayton. Uh, Dayton... Had a nice win versus Eastern Illinois, but didn't look great. And then a loss to SMU where they played a good game, but uh, SMU just came out on top. So uh, look for Northern Kentucky to come in there and try to spoil the party versus Dayton. Next up, we're going with North Carolina plus the three. Another really good game in the Big Ten ACC matchup. We think North Carolina's Biggs will match up well versus Luca Garza. So that plus three is really nice to have there. And I think overall, North Carolina has the better talent uh, if you take away Luca Garza. And I think he's a little negated with the big time uh, Biggs of North Carolina. So that should be an interesting matchup to watch. Next up, we're going to Detroit plus the three and a half versus Kent State. Really interesting game here. Uh, Detroit has played really well and uh, gotten a couple hard luck losses. Uh, a Close loss to Michigan State, a close loss to Notre Dame. They've been really tested. This is their first chance to really get a win here versus Kent State, who has played uh, sort of mediocre. They played a tough game versus Virginia. They had a no-nothing win versus Point Park. But uh, I think Detroit's a better team here. So I think you're getting a little value with the plus 3.5 versus Kent State. Next one, we're going really off the radar, and uh, UMBC versus Delaware. We like UMBC getting that one uh, versus Delaware. We think UMBC's a, definitely the better team here. Uh, played a close game with Georgetown, uh, dominated San Francisco and George Washington, and uh, I think they're just the better team here. I think you're looking at a name like Delaware, who's had a better program overall, but I uh, really think UMBC's the better team here. So a lot of value in getting that plus point. You can't really judge anything from Delaware other than they played a real tight game versus uh, a Division II program in Salem. So uh, if you're going off that, uh, I think uh, UMBC's a play here for plus one. And last... We'll go back to the ACC Big Ten Challenge in Miami, Florida, plus two and a half versus Purdue. Miami, Florida has had two really big wins versus uh, smaller town programs, but uh, I think Miami, Florida bounces back with a pretty good season here, and I think they're a better team than Purdue. I think Purdue's a little overrated. We took them a couple times earlier in the year, one for a win versus Liberty, and then the other with a loss uh, versus Clemson. So uh, they have a, a couple other wins since then, Oakland and Valparaiso, uh, the Valparaiso. Alpo win is a decent one, but it was a tough game. So I think Miami of Florida has nice value there at plus the two and a half. Uh, be sure to follow all Greenlight Network's podcasts. Check out greenlightnetwork.org. We got a football time podcast recap and review with Achilles Rain coming out later today on Facebook Live. That's our show, and we're out.